10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Welcome, welcome everyone, and this is the 18 Wheels Podcast Talk Show, and I am your host, the Professor Tori Wiley. And today's topic, today we're going to be discussing those red flags. We're going to be talking about red flags in the relationships. We're going to be talking about red flags at work, and any red flags you got to deal with when you comes to your significant other or your job or even some of the things you see out and about, because it's a lot of crazy, crazy, crazy stuff going on in this world today. And we're going to take it over. I want to bring in my podcast host. I got my boy, Lover Boy Lamont in the building. Yeah, boy. And we got our girl, Nick Nick in here. What's up, Nick hey, Nick? Hey, y'all, what's up? And hopefully we have that girl, Freight Pusher, coming in. But we're going to make this thing happen. Give it up for my podcast host. How was y'all weekend? We got a lot to talk about before we get into this red flags and stuff. How was y'all weekend this weekend? My weekend was was great. I had a great weekend. I started doing um a little bit of shopping for my trip. Uh-oh. Me and my daughter going to Puerto Rico for the Uh-oh. first time. You sure about that? <laughs> I show in. Oh, man, they they doing a lot of cars, uh, killing and snatching people up. We don't want you. Listen. Listen, listen, just like I said, and this is going to be a little bit of topic of my discussion about crazy things. Mm-hmm. When you mind your business, don't nobody mind your business. Mm. So, when, But when you start doing other things like people don't see you, my grandfather said somebody always see you. So it's always more than that. So I ain't going to go nothing but have a good time as a tourist. I know. <laughs> just be careful out there because I know we're going to talk about cocaine cowboys or this stuff that these people tried to do mm-hmm. but it's a lot about that so we're going to definitely talk about that but what y'all been doing man i missed y'all man i just been i've been bogged down with work man did they didn't change my schedule you know what i'm saying but man i missed y'all did y'all miss me i missed y'all of course they Nick, baby you know we miss you you know. you know they changed your schedule so we had to change your schedule Welcome back. Yeah. <laughs> I slid in here like remember when when that, that man was late when he was in there gambling on, on um the five heartbeats and he was like hey I, that, that's how I just uh, said it as soon as I came on because I had my headphones that's what's up <laughs> yeah we got that new time 7 p.m. so we can make sure that y'all can catch the live podcast because a lot of people are like oh I missed the live podcast and so we just want to make sure that you can come in and check and join in this live podcast. No way, no way. Lamar, what you do this weekend, man? Oh, did I do? Oh, man. Uh, my daughter came uh, back last week for spring break. So we had a little celebration going on for her. You know, her birthday is on the 17th. So she'll be back in college. So we did like a pre-birthday dinner for her. It turned out pretty nice, you know. she be turning 20, you know. She's doing such a wonderful uh, job in school. Straight A student in college. That's what's like, up. Man. Yeah, so. She's definitely doing her, doing her thing. That's what's up. Yeah. Well, Nick, we glad you back in. And today's topic is going to be those red flags. I'm going to make sure y'all check out that 18 wheel store and all y'all truckers out there. I know y'all been talking bad about these rates and fuel prices. And it's a lot of things going on. Banks closing, people not getting their money. You know, we are in a, a recession and it's coming down. And it's, it's not even 
of us hardworking business owners, everybody is feeling the pain. The grocery stores are not full, can't get the product. To why your product is not getting there because the rates are terrible out here for our independent owner operators that's just trying to make a dollar. And there's a lot of discussions going on. It's like, is the trucking, can the trucking industry shut down for two days just to make a point? And it's not going to happen because the simple fact is just too many people driving trucks. Too many people got bills to pay. Too many got people got miles to feed. So they are not going to shut down. It's just too many. Back in the day, we could get that to happen. But the demand is too high and people are undercutting people. If somebody ain't going to do it, the next person going to do it for cheaper. Oh, I'll do it because it's going to be consistent money coming in. So I don't I don't know. This This industry has completely gone crazy. And if y'all keep taking these cheap loads, then they're going to keep giving out these cheap rates. So sometimes you got to take the time and you got to just say no to that load and wait for a better one. But we'll see what happens. Yep. But let's get into the Nick, Nick, what you got going on? <laughs> hey, y'all. Well, man, listen, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. A lot has transpired. I just want to welcome everybody back to Dropping Gems with Diamond in the Rough. So... We're going to talk about the elephant that's in the room that everybody's been talking about all over the news and all over TikTok, Instagram, social media platforms everywhere about the four Americans that were taken hostage, two were, two were executed, one was wounded, and the other one was left to survive. Mm. Now, the general story or the first story that hit the news waves was, hey, that the one young lady went for a tummy tuck and they got mistaken for Haitian drug smugglers. Okay, that's the headline. Yeah. Now, before anything came out, I asked, this was the question that I asked my coworker. I said, well, if she was going to get a tummy tuck, where's the other female? Because she's going to need help going to the bathroom and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. he said, well, you know, one of those guys was her cousin. I said, so she ain't have no female cousins. You, you know, that's my private area. We grown. So as a female, you got to think like, okay, I'm taking somebody with me that's going to help me get dressed, go to the bathroom, all of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? So why would I have three guys? That was the first red flag. Then, okay, now further as development start happening, they came out and said it was another female with them, but mm -hmm. when they went great across the border that she's okay, she forgot her identification. She didn't have it with her. You know, so convenient, right? Bullshit. That's the second way of <laughs> So then the third thing is the wife of the one that got wounded, she came on Andy Cohen and said I didn't know my husband was even going to Mexico. He told her he was going to help two friends. Okay. And that's what I'm saying. I said, so even if you was in the, the worst part of Mexico, right? Why would you just be targeted? Y'all in a white van, if you was going to get a tummy tuck for Haitian drugs money, they made contact with somebody and I think that stuff went south. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And right now, that's why you heard it, it's dropped. Ain't nobody talk about it. it ain't no, no news outlets no more. The story did. How I just go dead that fast? Well, and, one, go ahead. one thing I was, was suspect to me, which is another red flag is 
when did you know the cartel when did you know that the cartel will well, well, apologize and if the cartel they're going to mistakenly do something they're going to clean up the whole mess so nobody can talk right exactly <laughs> so it wouldn't be no witnesses for them to report they did they bodies just they would have just been missing to never it, been found because they wasn't going to go to that part of mexico looking for them exactly it's not going to be no andy cohen and things of that nature so this whole story is suspect yeah absolutely absolutely but i got one more thing for y'all now listen to this because i had to pull this story today because this was just too much for one day it was too much for one day <laughs> give me one second i think i know the story i hope it's not that story no <laughs> i hope it's not that story why okay are we is something happening with our family members in this story no uh, no okay, <laughs> okay. so listen this happened in our neck of the woods now listen to what they got written down this is about your man it says man shoot two people Fails five carjacking attempts on women at gunpoint <laughs> and gets arrested. It says fresh off of 17 years in federal prison for sexual assault, assaulting a minor on Saturday, March 11th, 43-year-old Monterey Horn started off his morning by boarding a metro train at the Anacostia station. Mm. Shooting at an adult male on board of the train, the gunfire struck the victim's clothes, but amazingly, not the victim himself. Got off the train, carjacked a car at gunpoint in DC, abandoned it, and got back on the Red Nine Metro to the Wheaton Metro station, where he got off. He tried to carjack a woman driving her Audi with her two young children in the back seat at Wheaton Mall. Got the mm. key from the mother who ran off with her keys but was unable to start her car. Mm. Then he ran over to a red Honda and tried to carjack that car, but the driver sped off. Mm -hmm. He pushed his luck and went for a third arm carjacking attempt in a BMW in the most parking lot, but that driver sped off, but not before firing to the BMW shooting out of a window. Mm -hmm. For the fourth attempt at carjacking, he on the road. All the red flags is there. He ain't caught on two of him. He approached a woman in a Hyundai Tucson and pulled the door handle. But when she was able to drive away without injury, Horn then ran across the parking lot where he tried to carjack a, carjack a fifth car. In this case, the shooter fired at the adult female, shooting her in the face. However, mm -hmm. unable to steal her Honda Civic, he ran away. Mm -hmm. All of this happened to this man in one day and the story is still developing. So it's crazy. Man, it's just, you know, I don't know. In this world, the climate that we live in, we just gotta stay safe and stay vigilant. Even though you like I said, I'm going to Puerto Rico, I gotta stay safe and stay vigilant. And that's yeah. it. We was just talking about this story, man. Like, I mean, we know the homie, you know what I mean? Grew up wow. with the homie. So wow. that's the that's the mess up. I'm talking about grew up from the sandbox with the homie. Yeah. Sandbox so, shit. Sandbox. Wow. So like we was just talking about that story and it's just sad because he did 17 years i mean 
I used to speak to him on Facebook, you know, have him keep his head up or whatever when he get out. You know, he was saying he was listening to our podcast and stuff like that. But then he wow. ain't been out in less than a year. And for this to happen, it's terrible. So he will never see the daylight again. He will never see these streets ever again. Wow. So... So, you know, I can't really say too much about it. It's just disappointing, but some people just can't get past being in so long. That's all they know. Wow. Yeah, that's so crazy. Is- well, y'all, you know, we can continue our conversation with more updates, and, but I thank y'all for just dropping by with me and hanging out with me, and thank you for uh, messing with me with Drunken Gems with Diamond in the Rough. Got that right. Give it up for our girl, Nick. Nick. Dropping them films. Yeah, that's a that's a, that's a terrible story. It's a terrible story. A terrible story. We just was talking about that. <laughs> but man. you know how social media, you know, p- play it. So the, the on one the caption was like, "How unlucky can you be?" or something. Yeah. And then in the smaller caption, it says, "So when I started reading it, I was like, okay." At least, okay, the first one was it, but the second one, you got off the train and got on the train, like, oh, what you doing? You know what I'm saying? And I just was like, dang, that all that in one day? Yeah. And it's sad when you hit it, when it's some, when it's one of the homies, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's, it's one of our people's, you know, to see that happen. Yeah. It's, it's just like, man, I mean, I just found out about it. I was just scrolling through on Facebook and I've seen his picture. I'm like, what the hell? Like, oh, what wow. is going on? And yeah, that's the homie. So, man. Yeah, man, it's crazy. I mean, I feel 17 bad for years? 17 years. And then you come out now, you about to do life. You know? And but you should... know what? But I, I think... Have... I, I don't know. I have a friend of mine that <laughs> been going in and out of jail since he was a kid. And then it's like up into adulthood. And even when he came out here, he, he got into so much stuff that I used to be like, how does that even happen to you? You know what I'm saying? And when whenever, how, whoever made up this karma, it's coming back to you. It's whatever you put out, it's coming back. One day he was like, I was riding the bike and the guys threw a subway sandwich at the back of my head. But you do stuff like that to other people. I said, that would have never happened to me. You know what I mean? But I don't do stuff like that to people. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, I don't know. It's like, but what I'm saying with that is that they become institutionalized. Like, that's all they know is jail. They don't know how to act when they get out of here. Everybody is not reformed. Yeah, I mean, I know some people who've gotten out and changed their lives completely around. I know, yeah, you know, but I'm just a lot saying. of people, but it's not for everybody. It's hard it's to come out doing 17 years and and then you're coming into a yeah. recession, too. You know, you don't know how you're going to eat the next day. I mean, I've I watched so many people getting their cars jacked, and there's so many people running into grocery stores and taking groceries, going in Walmart, running out of Walmart. I mean, they're going to start closing the stores. The Walmart already closing the one on 8th Street in D.C. That yeah. newest one they built down on 8th Street. And it's, the, that area is changing, but they still closing that store because too many people running into it. Now, that's going to hurt the community around there. And that's that's our old neighborhood. So, 
why can't they just have pay for armed police instead of shutting down a whole entire store? But from what I heard, they said, uh, being as though that's a, you got apartments on top of that, the mm. people in the apartment just basically complaining because it's constantly people outside of their building. Well, that's you should have known that before you bought an apartment over top of a Walmart. What did you expect? I mean, you got the convenience, but what do you expect? You living over top of a grocery store. <laughs> yeah, I know it's rats all through there. Well, you know, that's that's what happens when the other side, they protest about something. They're going to shut it down. And that's what happens. We got to be mindful about how, taking care of things in our community because they're taking it away. I just yeah. saw a video of somebody just ran up. They just ran up in a marshes. They waited till the store closed. They just put everything, took everything on the hangers and walked right out the front door. Cut the mask. The, uh, the mayor in New York, he was saying like, you know, he's trying to put the put the ban on the mask because, you know, that's what they, that's how people going in. They going in. I seen an episode where two weeks ago, the guys, they went inside of a store. They used a fire extinguisher, let a fire extinguisher off, and everybody went and stole all the Chanel stuff. That's crazy. Right in DC. You're not gonna be able to buy all this expensive Gucci and Louis Vuitton to walk in the store because they shut no especially Louis Vuitton, they shutting their stores down. You gonna they only gonna have those stores in certain areas, but they're still going to go they're still going to that area and going to go run up in that Louis Vuitton. So and it's our people. <laughs> it's our people that's doing it, and that's what's making it even bad. Now, you can't even go out on the street these days. And just chill like you used to. You got to be watching. You got to watch your back everywhere you go these days. Because somebody going to try to take what you got. Somebody don't have what you had. They want what you got. Your car, your chain, your shoes. You can't even pump gas safely no more. And I'm not a person that, you know, gun violence. But I think, honestly, everybody should get registered these days. But, okay, you know, but, but let's be honest, right? Because, you know, I feel like it, like... We, the world in general is just getting worse. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so some people call it the last days. Now I can't tell you how many days is in the last days, but we upon it. It's we upon it, and it's not going to get no better and revert back to nothing. It's going to progressively get worse. Mm. And when I tell you, it's just the wildest stuff. Like, look at this Silicon Valley Bank and all and all, Roku lost millions of dollars like 487 million yeah roku roku mm -mm -mm. they got so many billions but they they had at least and so they only cover up to a certain amount so then what happens with that money you just took for a loan so they're gonna wait for the government to take over and they're gonna recoup it so how does that really work mm. Well, Biden said that the banks are protected, but boy, if you man, what? This a man. This the same man that said it was a hurricane and told you to take the COVID shot. Like, sir, are you not listening <laughs> to the goddamn problem, nigga? We said it's a hurricane. Yeah, I got hmm. surprised the hurricane to take a goddamn COVID shot. Hey man, you gotta get it how you live. All lies. Hmm. And so what he did say was, he said basically. Your money's insured, but anybody who invested that money, shit, they done. Mm, mm, mm. Just that imagine you put your whole life savings in this right. one bank. So, okay, so this is giving wonderful life, like I thought, right? 
So the same thing that happened, you know, remember when they bank went out of business and everybody requested their money? What are you talking about? Uh, the, the Bank of America, Wells Fargo mess that's going on? No, man. On the movie, It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, the old movie. Yeah, and remember when they was like, oh, we're going over there to the savings and loans. We want all our money. Mm. Is that is that what caused the shutdown or what? I'm asking because I really don't know. So what causes a bank shutdown? I'm not sure because I know they have to invest your money bad to investment. make more money. It's bad and, you know, it's a lot of companies that's bellying up. A lot of companies getting bought out. Look at the FTX scandal. Look how many people put millions into that crypto. And he was basically spending the money. But it really, he got screwed from another Bitcoin competitor, which was going to merge in. And then they backed out because they basically took the, you know, basically they wanted to be the one of the biggest so now he out spending all these money he got money all over the place and and it caught up with him they it's like a total loss and now ftx filing bankruptcy protection mm-hmm. but it was a lot of criminal activity going on so if if they can't get that bankruptcy protection and they can't protect the assets they already got now the guy's saying i only got this amount of money in the bank yeah right when they file that bankruptcy protection you know all of famous people did it master p donald trump 50 cent you know they saying hey i ain't got no money but it's basically to protect their assets because i'm not making that type of money anymore yeah, this man still see. got lots of money you know what i mean like that's lots the, of that's money. the guy that they caught in the bahamas right yeah i forgot the freedman whatever his name is the little short guy but he's very smart you know you got to think about it they had ftx on an arena you had teams wearing ftx that's how big this company was and it just tanked because people believed in them it's like you tell them they they invested millions and millions of dollars this company was thriving but the money wasn't being moved to where it can grow like crypto is struggling right now if y'all saw how people made all this money on bitcoin bitcoin was trading at forty three thousand dollars a share last year now i think bitcoin is probably under twenty fifteen thousand dollars a share so you like ask yourself do you want to even get back into the buying crypto i mean i'm still i'm keeping my hundred dollars where it's at i should have did it when it first came out and i would have capitalized off the when it went forty three thousand dollars a share so but i didn't you, i didn't know too much about it i didn't do the research so what do you think because i've been hearing a lot of chatter about like a great reset and so just like you said you was like, it's not only affecting us as a small man, it's affecting everybody. That they trying to bring everybody to the same level and then re- and then reinstitute a digital currency. Well, it's not going anywhere. Because they've been trying to do that though. Because money but I'm talking about like on a global scale, like like they talking about like because look at the the way like the economy is trending and everything. Like what's go- what 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 will happen if it bottom out? they reset it it's because it's going to be digital currency is going to run the world now as you see how much how many people carry money on them like that i don't maybe 20 dollars here and there and stuff yeah. like that everything you do is with your money. car yeah it's like you might have a couple of cash play the lottery or something like that but everything is going digital currency and even with these games that's coming these virtual reality games you're going to be buying stuff out of these virtual reality games just like that movie player one 
where you can mm -hmm. actually live and shop in these games you know what i mean like it's that's where the meta universe steps in you know all of that stuff is coming to life so we already in a digital world that's why these stores are closing because guess what everybody's doing the pandemic is what really they buying online Pand the pandemic started it to get everybody to start shopping online but some people say like the pandemic was supposed to be the great reset like you know people are dying and when people die you know that means you know, i think i think it was an introduction to what they're really really trying to do you understand what I'm saying? I think it was an introduction of what they really trying to do. I mean, every time something big happens, look how everything gets reset. Look yes. what happened in 9-11. When we had 9-11, look how all the security measures. You can't do nothing now without being seen. They tracking everywhere. Phones, you know, you got them Apple tags. They got everything because you could be tracked. Cameras on every corner. Right. So that 9-11 kind of brought that in introduced that with a better security measures so now we had covid and look what covid has changed people you got people still working from home See, some people are like man i'm not going back in the office never going back like a exactly. lot of government workers they were like man we ain't never going back we ain't because never going back they said because they feel they can get more done at home anyway and they ain't got to pay for the building anymore that's true but I feel working in an environment is, is still, you still got that interaction, that interaction with people and stuff. Because when we was locked in, everybody's sad, depressed, people fighting, people getting divorced. I've never been grown getting that much money and ain't have to work and nothing illegal. I had the yeah. best time of my life. I had the Honestly, best time of my life. COVID was, COVID I was, was fishing and shit. I was traveling where we could travel for eighteen dollars a plane ticket. Yes. Nobody on the plane. Like, I, I was, was all over the place. COVID. <laughs> COVID was the best time of my legal life. That's when I, I was working. working. Shit, I had Man. a blast. It wasn't nobody on the highways. All no that traffic, stuff. No, no traffic. Nothing for that, you know. Kids crime was down. <laughs> crime was down. Everything was down. Prices was down. We was going so hard on the bus. Imagine you got a bus that can hold about you no know, forty passengers. We cut that in half. We had a big ass X made with with the goddamn on uh with the uh, seat belts. Make a big X, and they only and we wouldn't let nobody come in front of the bus. You had to we open the open the door from the back. And then have everybody's looking just like packed all up in the back. You know, <laughs> you know how shit. many things I did. On what? Things I did online for the DMV. Oh, oh yeah. No, everything's. Online. I was like, this is the greatest thing ever. Yeah, it, COVID has changed anything, but everything. We gonna talk about that. Make sure y'all check out that 18 wheel store. Download that app, people. It's getting warm. We got that water coming around. And I had some water this weekend. Lover boy, you had some water, man. I, I gave your daughter some water. She was like, "Oh yeah." I just saw her, saw her, her eyes light up when I get. She's like, "Oh yeah." I was like, "Yeah, we're gonna have some more coming soon, baby." So just check out what I get in the town. Lover boy, let's get into these sports so we can get into these red flags. Everything we got red flags in sports too. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Let's get into it. Woo, man, oh man, you know what time it is. It's that NBA. And this week, man, there was some good ones. There were some bad ones. They had the weed out the bad ones. But let's talk about the good ones. 
First up, we had Boston taking on the Hawks. Boston, 134. The Hawks, 125. Yes. Let's get into it. Jalen Brown, 24 points, 7 assists, 5 rebounds. Jason Tatum, he had 34 points, 6 assists with 15 rebounds. Professor, what was that? That was a double-double, brother. Oh, yes, it was. Then you had Dirk White, 18 points, 5 assists, 4 rebounds. But let's talk about the opponent. I'm talking about the Atlanta Hawks, Trace Ice Cold Young, 16 points, 2 assists, 9 rebounds. I mean, 3 rebounds. Woo! Yeah, he didn't get it that big. Then you had <laughs> Dirk Huster, 16 points, 2 assists with 3 rebounds. And Delonte Murray, 14 points, 4 assists, 4 rebounds. And Boston get the win. Next game, the Mavs took on the Grizz. The Mavs, 108. The Grizz, 112. No John Morant. No strippers, no guns, still getting it mm. done. Desmond Bain, 25 points, 8 assists, 7 rebounds. Dirk Roddy, 24 points, 0 assists with 4 rebounds. And Jaron Jackson, 14 points, 7 rebounds. Let's talk about the Mavs. They didn't have no Luka or they didn't have no Kyrie. And they did have Tim Hardaway Jr. He had 23 points, 2 assists, 6 rebounds. Jason Horty. 22 points, 3 assists, 2 rebounds. And Josh Green, 21 points, 4 assists with 10 rebounds. Man, what a time to be alive in the NBA. Next up, the Kings took on the Suns. The Kings, 128. The Suns, 119. And there you go. You had Harrison Barnes, 19 points with 6 assists. Deontay Fox, 18 points, 6 assists, 4 rebounds. DeMontis Sabonis, 17 points, 4 assists, 8 rebounds. Let's talk about the Suns. Having no Kyrie has really hurt them. Devin Booker, he had 28 points, 8 assists, 3 rebounds. DeAndre Ayton, 22 points, 0 assists, 12 rebounds. And Chris Paul, 16 points, 16 assists with 6 rebounds for another double-double. Next game, the Blazers taking on the Pelicans. The Blazers, 110 the Pelicans, 127. Anthony Simmons, 17 points, 4 assists, 2 rebounds. Cam Reddish, 11 points, 3 assists, 4 rebounds. And Matt Thibel, he had 10 points. Let's talk about the Pelicans getting it done. Troy Murphy, what a shooter. I mean, he was out there shooting the lights out. He had 41 points, 1 assist, 7 rebounds. C.J. McCollum, 22 points, 11 Assist with five rebounds. Professor, give me some love. What was that, baby? Double-double. Oh, man. That's what, man. I love them double-doubles. I love when we get a triple-double, but we just couldn't get one. But Josh Richardson, he I didn't disappoint. <laughs> I bet you do. 19 <laughs> points, one assist, and two rebounds. Let's talk about these Wizards. They're falling, man. What's going on with the Wiz kids? The Wizards took on the 76ers. 93 to 112. Corey Kispert of the Wizards, he had 25 points, one assist with three rebounds. Bradley Bill, he had 13 points, four assists with one rebound. And Cal Kuzma, he got a double-double. He had 12 points, four assists with 11 rebounds. But let's talk about those sixes. Show L, Big Dog, MB, 34 points, 
four assists, eight rebounds. And James Harden, 18 points, 14 assists with two rebounds for a double-double. And Deontay Melton, 10 points, four assists with six rebounds. Let's talk about those Knicks against the Lakers, though. This game went down. It was a showdown. Oh, man, the Knicks, they are sneaky good this year. The Knicks 112. The late go down 108. R.J. Bird all over the boards. He had 26 points, two assists, six rebounds. Julius Randle, man, 33 points, five assists, eight rebounds. And Emmanuel Quickly, 15 points, three assists, two rebounds. Let's talk about the Lakers. Still no LBJ, but they did have D'Angelo Russell. He had 33 points, eight assists, five rebounds. Anthony Davis, 17 points, four assists with 16 rebounds. And Rui Hachimura, 12 points with three rebounds. But the Lakers go down. Here were some more notable games that's going down tonight. The Suns will take on the Warriors. I'm going with the Warriors. The Grizz will take on the Mavs. I'm rolling with the Mavs. And the Jazz will take on the Heat. I'm rolling with the Heat. That'll be all this week for those thrilling, gut-wrenching, three-pointers, dunks, slammed like Shaq and Kobe back in the day. Mm, all like lover boy and T when we used to hoop, when we used to really <laughs> get it in. <laughs> really get it in. Really get it in. <laughs> give it up with that, with that boy with them sports. Always good to hear that sports. You got this crazy guy out here toting guns and doing. <laughs> he's supposed to be a role model out here in these streets. And he out here, I don't know, yeah, these man. NBA players. This is a new breed of NBA player. I think the NBA has turned into college basketball for real because they're not acting like NBA players. They're not acting like role models. They're just like, oh, I'm a guy with a whole bunch of, yeah, money, of money. And I'm just wilding out. The, the, the WNBA. Uh, are looking more like role models than the nba you know once all the greats gone i'm telling you this the nba is not going to be as good to watch as it used to be it's just it looks like just watching college basketball to me and you know i love basketball but i'm just i, I just can't get into it only it's like certain teams that i want to watch you just could just sit and watch like every team every back game, in the day. Every team back in the yeah day. because it, it was always you know, always coming up, you had squads. You had the Celtics, the Knicks, Miami. You had, what, the Lakers. You had Houston, Chicago. You had so many good Portland. teams out there. Portland, Trailblazers. You had Seattle Supersonics with, uh, with uh, what's we called? Indiana. Indiana with Reggie Miller. Like, it was so many teams out there charlotte you know it but now it's just like it, the nba is stacked up yeah the nba is just stacked up oh that used to be his man right there before kobe <laughs> i was playing basketball then because i've been playing basketball since i was 10 years old so mm -hmm. i like clyde the glide that was like one of my favorite players when i was kind of i had to be about 10 and 11. what, what was his number no, I can't. No, I ain't no man. Oh, uh, yeah, see. What was Clyde? 22? 22, baby. 22. Uh, and, and I had, um, and you know what's funny? That was my first number on my jersey. I played for Eleanor Roosevelt High School, and that was that number 22, and I had that jersey hanging up in my room. Like, I'm old now, so I used to collect basketball cards and all I still that. got mine. I'm still holding on to them. I got them in a plastic 
everything. I got Clyde. I got a rookie. Shaquille O'Neal. When I got older, I, I sold them to like one of the memorabilia shops, but not knowing that I should have got a hold kept on to all them. of that stuff. Yeah. Let me tell you something. I used to go to Landover Mall to the mm -hmm. Harvey shop and buy my cards and put them yep. in a the little in I used to go there too. Yep, go get the flip cards and stuff I like that. I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you'd be surprised. I got uh, James Worthy cards, Hakeem Olajuwon. I had, I had him. Kenny Hardaway. I had, <laughs> I had, I had a um old ass Larry Bird card. Got Larry Bird card. I got the three P. The three P. I think I left Chicago. my cards over T House. Nah, you ain't leave them over here because you know I had a whole bunch of Michael Jordan cards. And I'm gonna I'm tell y'all the biggest mistake I made in my life. This is no cap. My mother then moved up to like it's a place called Clarksburg, so it's like uh, Ooh, that's up there. <laughs> it's up there. Yeah. So we were living like two houses down from a Caucasian family that um. My dad used to work with, so the boy was 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 just was country. So I had Domino Riley. He had a Bay Roof baseball card, hmm. but I ain't really know nothing about it. Woo woo woo! I traded him the Domino Riley. That's how young we traded. I traded him the Domino Riley for the Bay Roof baseball card. When I was in college, my shit dumb. I'm trying to get some clothes and stuff for the um homecoming dance. Make sure my shit fresh and everything right here. The man gave me $2,500. I thought back then I was balling. If I would have kept that card, because mm -hmm. I, you know, I really ain't know nothing about it, but I said, nah, this joint, I said, nah, this joint got some value. Because he had got it from his dad. He didn't know that. That that boy had traded that card. And then years later, he said, he texted me on Facebook. He said, you still got that card? You know how much it's worth? I said, I got rid of that card. I felt so so stupid. You just gave away a home. <laughs> Bruh, I was so mad. Because, you know, I, I collected cards, but yet again, I wasn't like in that world. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, those baseball cards make basketball cards look crazy. See? That was a red flag. You should have got rid of that card, Nick. <laughs> okay. Definitely should have gotten that card. And what I had a Michael Jordan a, a hologram card in a glass case. I got rid of that joint, too. I still right. got mine in a glass case. You know like, what I'm so talking about? Cars. So you I know exactly what I'm talking about. What I think what I did was I forgot about them. I let them just put them away and forgot about them. And then one day I was in but the when basement I was cleaning in college, up. I was selling everything. Everything must go. I got it. <laughs> yeah, I'm those cars worth some money now. I'm trying to tell you. You take them yes. things to a car. Man, like That's I like comic books. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, let's get into this podcast. Let's talk about these red flags. We're going to talk about red flags and relationships. We're going to talk about red flags in your workforce. Everything you have that you see are the red flag that's that's coming up to you. Lover boy, give me some of your red flag moments, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you got you got okay. We're gonna, we're gonna do, let's do relationships. Relationships, uh, some red flags you see when relationships, uh, when they starting off and you think everything's good, it's when, um, phones, like, I, I, uh, I know this female back in the day, you know, and, uh, basically, I would get around her and then, you know, she would always say, uh, she don't have a phone, you know what I'm saying, or, or, you'd be around her and she gone, and she'd be like, what she had, oh, she left her phone. In the home, I'm like damn, she left her phone in the house. 
for somebody trying to get in contact with her. But, you know, all that means is she don't want to be contacted. You know, it's a red flag. She's a schemer. <laughs> you know? Phones are dangerous. Purses are dangerous. Everything is dangerous. Red flags. One of my stories with red flags is this story where I was dating this woman, you know, trying to get to know her. That's why I'll be out of town on the road, right? So like you when you you out of town, like, oh, I'll meet you at your house when you come in town. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'm coming in town, meet me at my house. Boom. She come to the house, but she always had a bag or something. <laughs> you know, like a bag. I'm like, okay, she got a, some clothes for that. Whatever. So I'm like, well, why she every time she comes, she got bags and stuff. Like, you know, I know women, y'all need your bags for your you know, personal items when you're going out, whatever, because she would go out or whatever, stuff like that. But the whole time, every time she would leave, she would have less bags. <laughs> you know, so I'm like, where the bags going? So I'm barely home and stuff like that. And then I noticed one time I, I went in one of my rooms upstairs and it was a whole living quarter going on in my in my room like bags after bags after bags after bag like this chick was moving in on the dl like in the dl she was moving in i'm like yo you gotta get this stuff up out of here you know but i should have seen the red flags every time she brought that goddamn bringing them bags in the house it's like i wasn't paying attention to that so like, oh, that's one of my stories of that red flag. Meek, what you got a red flag story? I know y'all got some red flags in this podcast. Red Tell us flag. some of y'all red flag stories. I got the red flag statue. Now, you want me to go through my list or you want me to point out <laughs> one? Like, Give us one of your best red flags, you see. One of my best red flags. Damn, she got a she got a whole list of them shit. What? Because y'all, right, right. I, I ain't talking about y'all too, because y'all my brothers. But the, the majority of them come with a whole baggage full of tricks and some bullshit. Now, okay, now number one red flag is that if we keep talking about his past relationship, now I mean we all reminisce, but. I was all in and then I just realized like a month later, I was like, but you talk about this shit like too frequently. Like, how long did you break up? He was like, last month. Last month? Ooh. It's no way if I knew that you just broke up uh, 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 three days ago that I would have messed with you, but that's not what the situation you put out there. You know what I'm saying? And then the kids start to evolve with things. So when people don't have, like, they don't talk about their family and they seem detached, that's like a, a major red flag. A major it, red flag. You gotta you have that time. I mean? You gotta have that time away from the relationship because... But people, but people put like on such a... Good, guys put on such a good face. Like, <laughs> they show face like the, the representative be showing up. You understand what I'm saying? But then when you get in the motherfucking shit, that's when the shit come out. You be like, oh, man. You like, you just broke up last month. We done did it already. Okay. still talking about this girl? Man, come on, dog. And, but it only, it come out in sporadic moments, but it's, it's, it's like it's frequent. Too. It's, hey, it's a lot of it's a lot of men hurt. Hurt, hurt just like women get hurt. It's a lot of yeah, men but hurt. The thing about it is, when guys get hurt, they don't want to tell it or whatever. So they just keep on moving. They think that it's the best. 
it's best to be with another. Sometimes you gotta rebound. take your time to heal. Yeah, you gotta knock down like twelve like a bowling alley. You know what I'm <laughs> get back. You gotta get your, you gotta get your burns back. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Rebound. So it's like you gotta you gotta do that. Even women gotta do that. You know what I'm saying? I know I threw off a lot of red flags because I had the guy tell me he he kept calling me, and but every time I would go to his house, I just would go to sleep. And he was like, this ain't the hotel. I was like, I got somewhere to sleep. You be calling me late. So I was like, what you want? But mm-hmm. I played that situation the way I played it. But it was like, I was going through a breakup. And I just wanted somebody to lay next to. I didn't want to do it or none of that or be in a relationship with him. But I was sleeping at your house. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I understand it. So I should have been a red flag. Like, this girl don't call me until after 12. Like, that should have been a red flag to him. But yeah. he was with it. I was with it. So, she went to sleep on his ass. Every night. <laughs> Look, talk about red flags. She must have came over there with a red rag. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> you know you come all the way over here? How you say that? that, that them, them, that's a red flag, too. But that, no, I mean, that, that's a red flag if, I mean, if a woman tells you. relationship at because, I mean, because the thing about it is, and if that's all we got going on, then no, I'm not coming over there during that time. But, if we build a relationship or we end a relationship, I don't care if I'm on or off. I'm still coming to be with you. I don't have to speak with you mm. yeah. in that special respect, but I'm, I still want to chill. What you're saying, you ain't going to fuck with me for seven days? But now, you know, some, some guys be like, and then mine, you know, we're going out. Because like y'all drinking, y'all in the mood, and you saying to yourself, oh, but it's sad, it's sad. Ah. But it's more than one way to please the cat, though. I don't understand what you're yeah, saying. Yeah. No, it is. You know, it you know, is. It's definitely a head, head moving, shaking, all that going back to happen too. But what I'm saying is, he could be thinking to himself, he done popped him on them. You know. Oh no! Nah. We don't want no Hey, look. Now, now here in your house, y'all looking at each other. All you keep seeing is pants, leg moving for no reason. <laughs> so, nah, nah, are you all right? right? <laughs> look, he trying, he trying to hold it down. Like, uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? You're like, what's wrong with you? I'm just checking what's in my pocket. That's but right. no, nah, but, but on the real tip though, like, but what I've learned as I got older is I'm able to identify those red flags. Like I said, especially for women, and like. You got multiple kids with multiple women and you doing this and doing that or you in between jobs all the time and you know what I'm saying? Even as it progressed, those are the flags that I'm building up. So I learned to I call it my law resistance. So mm-hmm. I know what, what to look my law resistance. Because then I know what to look for. I'm like, oh uh uh-uh, uh oh uh uh-uh. uh then they going bullshit. So Pete Gang, yes. I meet the little dude at my job. But now he we only talk between five and about six thirty, and we don't, he don't text again till the next morning. So I said, "Well, I already played that game, so that means you got a girl at home." Next thing you know, the girl the girl called up to the job looking for him. You see what I'm saying? And I was like, "Your girlfriend on the phone? He looking at me like I'm crazy." But she called to the receptionist desk. Yeah, she on the <laughs> phone, boo. But I knew he had somebody because you only talked to me between five thirty and six thirty. What else? Sleeping, man. You know, you like to sleep a lot. No, what? hell no. I know that game. I played that game before. But what do y'all think about y'all see these videos of these people that's flying flying people out, you know, to come visit them and they treating them out for a weekend or whatever. And then the guy put a video up, oh, I did this and, and did this and out. flew her out, but she don't want to sleep with him. 
I mean, she ain't pulled out. Now, I, I mean, as a female, what do you think about that? Because a guy is expecting, like, hey, if I'm gonna fly you here, then you man. gonna do all this and all that. Be inspecting something. But why you set yourself up? I'm buying steak. I'm buying you all expensive, nice things you ain't never had. Uh -uh. Like I'm your dad. Uh -uh. Now listen, it depends <laughs> on the conversation. Now, if she on the phone gassing him up, daddy, I can't wait. I'm gonna do all this and that, and this and that. Then when he when he fly her out, that's what he's expecting because you've been gassing yeah. me up on this conversation all this time. He done bought two pills, mm. right? But if we're having a regular conversation, <clears throat> it's how the woman <clears throat> sets the tone. So if she's saying, you know, we're I'm just coming out so we can get to know each other, that doesn't constitute. I don't give a damn what you spend. Mm -hmm. But if I've been gassing you up on the phone, having a sexual conversation, then yeah, I I would expect it too because that's what all we've been talking about. But you the conversation the ain't on that, and, and he's being a gentleman, and I'm being, you know, respectable. I, mean, I ain't saying the other conversation ain't respectable. I'm just saying I'm being neutral too. Then First of all, that can't be expected. But now, first of all, when he on his phone, I don't believe none of those conversations about, hey, how's your hair? How's your shoes? They they talking about some sexual things. That's why he flew her out. He ain't fly her out just to see how big her toenail was. But if, but if they living in a different state, see, that's the thing, right? If I'm living in a different state, I don't give a fuck. That's the T. That's the wrong was wrong with social media, right? Mm. Because we could text and all this all day, but a, a physical vibe will let me know if I'm fucking with you or not. Like, yeah, I she like already knows like she going to But no, 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 no. Listen to me. Now, I'm going to tell you what happened. Now, listen. My little nephew, this I said that social media got him fucked up. My mm -hmm. little nephew at the beach, he like, they have him and the young girls have words exchanged. They only 16. He say, she know me. I said, where she know you from? He said, but she follow me on social media. I said, that don't mean she know you, boy. <laughs> Okay, so you see what I'm saying? They probably was texting and liking each other's pictures. They may even have video chatted, but they don't know each other in real life. She know that's thinking real. But that's man, how they feel that they know you. No, 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 no. That's just like that day and hour. That's like days. a person can present themselves one way, but when you get around them, it's different. They might stink. Mm -hmm. People don't even ask for your phone number no more. They say, "What's your Snapchat or what's your what's your Instagram?" I said, what's your dick size? <laughs> what's your Instagram? Look, I'm, this, this was a while ago when, like, when I first got to Florida. I had met the guy on Tango. We had been talking on the phone and all that for like two weeks. We had FaceTime. He was a mechanic. When I came down here, I had an old Buick. So I was like, okay, well, um, this like four weeks in. We've been talking on the phone and, and video chat. And I said, well, I'm going to bring the car by, um, you know, so you can look at it, blah, blah. So me and my homegirl roll up to his shop. I see a guy outside with some messed up legs. I'm talking, no against the, no handicap, but I'm talking messed up legs. So I'm like, this can't be cuz, cuz he ain't tell me this in a month. Like you should have said my legs are messed up. You didn't mm -hmm. ask him. Nah, man, that's some that's something that you posted the all, all you ask him is what do he do? He said, I'm a mechanic. I work on shit. You he ain't asked that they were working on him. He said he worked on things. He, he didn't say that they work on him. <laughs> it's, a it's, a it's a big motherfucking number. You ain't say that though. You did not say 
He didn't. He didn't. You didn't ask them. You say I like the unscrewed shit. I don't even unscrew my legs. You gotta be straight up. Okay, right. And after the fact, that's why I'm saying my red fed catalog. So now I ask the question: Do you have any physical deformity? You see what I'm saying? But how, why would I ask that question at first? And you say you fix on calls, and I, I'm believing that you're moving around and stuff like you he just, did. You should have said you was a handicapped mechanic. That ain't for me to ask. You probably just say that? I get around. Yeah. He kept it. He kept it straight to the point. Hey, y'all, he get on my nerves. <laughs> <laughs> He kept it straight to the point. But I mean, women got to be careful out here doing things like that because you never know. This guy could be, you know, he could be a sexual predator. And so, and so that was the end of the video dating because all of a sudden I can't even close went left. And so I was just like, yeah, that's the end of it. And, but you know, right? It was the girl, they did this on Dateline. The mm. girl was dating a man on that Plenty of Fish app. And so she was dating him, I guess. And okay, some more red flags came up. And then she was um, going to the uh, break up with him. So he told her to meet her at the park, you know, for one last little powwow or whatever. He started trying to choke her and kill her. The men from the park is what saved her life. Mm. Yeah. And that was right around that same time. Like the internet shit was popping. That's why I don't internet. Well, I'm, in, I'm in a relationship now, but I don't. I stopped internet dating because I was like, that shit ain't safe at all. It's in a. It's a lot of people that has obsession. It was. It was a story about a girl. I guess she was dating this guy, and um, she put one of them Apple tags in his car, and followed him to another restaurant. And he was at a restaurant. So he was at a restaurant with his other woman and he came outside to talk to her to defuse the situation. The girl jumped in his car, hit him with the car, which knocked him down. As he was trying to get himself to get over, she backed the car up and ran over him, ran over him. And they was like, yo, his head is right by the tire. And she hit the, the pedal and ran over that man, man. So I guess they say when we fall down, we get up. They were just lying. Yeah, man. It's like you got to pay attention to, to these red flags. You know, like people always talking about this this relationship with what? Blueface and oh, Krishan. Christian, Krishan Rock and stuff like that. And now she's pregnant, you know. And um, that girl used to be a track star and yeah, all know, that stuff like that. She, baby that, po- that poor she girl didn't waste away the rubbles. First she had the tooth in. Now she don't even put the fucking tooth in. She just drunk. Oh my god! Oh my god! She said she's been sober for a certain amount of months because she's pregnant now. But what? What? No way, Jose. The way that girl look, unless she still got liquor in her system. (laughs) Why you doing that? But he claims that he don't even know if the baby is his. Drinking wine. I don't even know if she's pregnant, bro. Oh, she's pregnant. She pregnant. She she put a picture up today. She's definitely pregnant. Oh yeah. But is she pregnant with that man's baby? Yeah. Because he said that she would do anything for features. You know. So. But what he can say, he can say anything. He could because he might be mad or whatever. I mean, it's a red flag for both of them because I mean they're constantly fighting. Like on on TV and stuff like that. So now, if that is your baby, you you got her for eighteen years. 
18 years. 22 if you go to school. Find out it wasn't his. Yeah. I know a lot of fellas that's caught up now, right now. They mm. saw the red flags and they didn't yep. they didn't they see didn't, those red flags. They didn't pull out in time. Exactly. Now they got kids by this person with red flags, child support. Yeah, it's like getting in the car. It's, it's like, like getting on the car for a drive. I wanna I wanna I wanna I wanna say this, right? And it's just on like a little bit serious tip. You could see it's just like it's just like reading the word of God, really, right? You can hear it, but it's the application. It's 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 your principle to your money. You can say I want to save money, but it's the application. You can see the red flags, but you gotta be the one that stop that shit when you see it. Because to see the red flags and to continue on doesn't mean anything. You're a fool. You know what I'm saying? And it no more like real talk, like a person like for me, right? The red flags that I should have seen back then, I was like, well, how the fuck is I didn't know. You know what I'm talking about? I didn't know until I got in it and I experienced it. So now those are red flags for me. I think everybody's red flag journey is a little bit unique. It's a learning you know lesson. On, on how the, a person unfolds it, how you find out, how you see it, how you see yourself. How you like, deal with it. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? And how you work through it. Because your red flag may not be enough red flag. He may be all with it. Like, shit, I don't give a fuck she got no phone on that. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck you know she ain't got no arms. I'm still with it. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't no red flag. That's a crap. He's like, shit. But she if you like, no see, she been scamming and she been in and out of jail 13 times, you don't give a fuck, then okay. Uh, no. She, she ain't going to stop when she get with you. She going to be scamming you. Better have uh-huh. your social security card and your birth certificate, bitch. That's what I'm Ain't going to monitor. Ain't going to monitor. Credit like a motherfucker. <laughs> Baby, I need a new phone. Yeah, I mean it goes with everything. It goes with relationships. It goes with jobs. You know, jobs. It, it, it go with friends. You know what I mean? You know, you look at people that you were friends with back then, and I'm sure everybody as they done got older, their circle has completely gotten smaller now mm-hmm. because you know everybody's not in for you to win. But as soon as something happened, bad. Oh, you get a call from everybody. You know what I mean? Like, oh, hey, uh, oh man, that's fun, man. You know. I, I told you, man. I ain't let you <laughs> yeah, be like yeah. that, man. You get a call from everybody, so it's like you gotta choose and pick your battles. You gotta kind of make circles smaller these days because everybody's watching, but everybody ain't rooting for you. <laughs> I can tell yeah, you that they yeah. are not rooting for you. They that's just watching. That's a yeah, like just like on social media, likes is like money now. You know what I mean? Like it's it's not even costly. It's just like a button. This is a button that you push, like and money. and shit. People look at your shit all day. You can get ten, hundred thousand views, but twenty likes and stuff. So guys, I thank y'all for coming into this podcast, and we will see you guys on next Monday. Yeah, bye. Boy. Guys.